Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. All right, everyone. Welcome to Breakfast on the Bridge. Good morning! Good morning, you guys. No technical difficulties this morning. I knocking know. on wood. So exciting. Hey, that's pretty good. If you tuned in last right? week, we could not hear Caroline, so nope. we were all in one studio. I think I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey and Sophie, it's, I was just knocking on wood. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, no technical difficulties, guys. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, we're super excited to be here. Yes, I'm Annabelle. I'm Sadie. And I'm Caroline. And we're the first period crew. Should we do our little Here. intro? Okay, sure. Okay, sure. yeah. Okay. Ready, guys? Okay. <laughs> ready, ready. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Sadie, and this is... Caroline. And Annabelle. Whether you're driving, eating, or still in bed, bed we, we hope to make your morning just a little bit better. better. You're listening to the first, the first period, period crew on yeah. Breakfast on the Bridge. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, so tune in to us on <coughs> tomorrow morning at this exact same time. Wednesday <laughs> mornings at yeah. 7 a.m. or on Spotify. We are just the morning time. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is strange. I'm typically not a morning person, I'm but I've been enjoying person. getting up early <laughs> I to do not. this. No, it's okay. fun. Well, it's <laughs> All right. Well, it's still fun, though, so it's fine. Yes. yes. So last week we were going to do some wake up your brain trivia about 10 questions oh. that are super random. But Annabelle, gonna... I hate to interrupt you, okay. <laughs> but I just remembered um, it is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> I know birthday. she's listening Karen's and I told mother. her I would wish her happy birthday on the air. So Miss Debbie, birthday happy birthday to, Debbie. to you. She's happy turning. I will not disclose. Happy birthday to Dear Debbie. Debbie. Happy birthday to you. Yay. I hope she heard that. Maybe I'll get a text a great soon. day. Okay, yeah. Annabelle. Back to what you were explaining. All I right, apologize. So we're calling it Wake Up Your Brain Trivia. It's random facts, um, like the most random things. I'm ready. Um, and yeah, we're just going to play 10 questions, super short, and there's no choices, so I just want you guys to guess as soon oh, as you think of it. Oh, we don't have our bell. Oh, I know. It, it we'll just go. Sadie. Sadie goes first, then I'll go. We'll just flip we'll flop it. Why don't we okay. just shout out the answer? Yeah, just shout out I the just answer. have a feeling that will just be a That's mayhem okay. of we're, shouting. We're in different studios, so it's fine. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. you can't get slapped today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, She's Sadie's protected. still in the hot seat. Sadie could easily okay. get slapped. Okay. And about what it's so, slapped me. She slaps Yeah, I, I won't slap you. I'm the host. Uh, anyways. Sixty-five percent of dads have used this food as a this food treat dogs. as an incentive to get their kids to do something. What Candy, is it? broccoli, M and M's, candy, chocolate. No. What? It's like a dessert. It's a dessert. Candy, chocolate, no. cake. I said no. M and it's deaf M and M's. No waffles. No <laughs> sugar. No. What? Think, like what do you have for dessert? Like what did you want to get last week? Ice cream. Yep. Oh, <laughs> we tried to go to McDonald's, but they said they were closing. It was they weren't. so sad. They were it closing was, in like okay. half an hour. It was eight thirty because it was after the girls lacrosse game that Annabelle and I broadcasted. Nine thirty. <laughs> or sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Nine thirty. And I was McDonald's sick. was supposed to close at ten, but no, we got there and they were like, "Sorry, we're closed." And I was like, "We were so sad." Oh. Okay. Did you guys ever get ice cream? No. no. Oh. So guys, so upset. Cry. Second question. Okay. The odds of finding one of these is one in 10,000. Clover. Four leaf clover. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. <laughs> have you guys ever found one? Um, I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't know. I feel like I had time. one when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah, probably. Okay, Sadie has two. 
Caroline has Okay, I gotta step zero. up my game. I gotta wake up a little bit. Yeah, you got it. All right. <clears throat> a new survey says kids on average will do this over 244 times. Are we um, there yet? <laughs> pick their nose. No. <laughs> Cry. No. Yawn. Scream. No. Yell. Um, Throw a tantrum. Go on Fortnite. <laughs> Play no. Roblox. It's like something that you do, like a rainy day out. Like, um, Read a draw. book? No. <laughs> um, and it's Play like Tune into 88.9? I mean, you should be doing that over I 244 mean, times. Right? But, That's um, what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. It's I think watching the their notes. favorite movie. What? Which I don't know. Like, who they watches watch the movie 244 favorite? times? Oh I don't know. That's a lot of yeah. times. Okay. <laughs> wow. What is the second most popular pie in Canada? The second Pecan? Maple. Pecan. I feel like that's the first popular. Cherry. Peanut butter. Uh, chocolate. Mud. Um, <laughs> Peanut butter pie is so good. <laughs> Apple. No. Pumpkin. Peanut butter. I was really craving pumpkin pie last night. Literally, <laughs> I was in bed. What? And I was like, I want pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie it's actually so pie. good, especially like Thanksgiving. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I might make it this weekend. Yeah. Um. Anyways, back to where we were. Yeah. Um. Cranberry. No. Blueberry. Apple. No. A- no. I already said that. Ugh. Raspberry. What? No. Cherry. Marionberry. No. no. Uh, what's the, the orange one? I don't know. Okay, I think Annabelle should just rip <laughs> off the band. Lemon meringue pie. What? Well, you know what? Canada. It's so and, random. So it's two to zero. Still Sadie. What? Um. <laughs> 54% of drivers have no idea how to change this on their car. Uh, a tire. Is it? No? Um, oil. I know how to change no. my tire, guys. Good no, job, Sadie. you don't to call your neighbor. Yeah, well, now I know how to change my tire. <laughs> That's a long story. Sadie, um, Pop tire. the hood? I don't know. No. Change the oil. Like, change, change the speed the of this. Fluid. Change the speed of this, or, like, the type of, or turn it off, turn it on. That Engine? Kind of, no. It's the windshield wipers. Ah. <laughs> If we if you live in Seattle, you better know. My windshield know. wipers yeah. you better suck. Know. Yeah. Um, okay. I need to change mine. 40 years ago, 80% of households had one of these in their kitchen. Today, kitchen only aid. about 3% no. do. A couch. A, a lemon squeezer. <laughs> no. It is a popcorn popper. Oh. Huh. Okay. All right. Interesting. My friend Emma has a couch in her kitchen. What a great idea. When I own a home, I will be putting a couch in the kitchen. <laughs> it is so amazing. Okay. I love that couch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Ooh, our... Sorry, guys. Yeah, Sadie has her ringer on. That Sadie's, was um, pretty popular. That was Audrey. Oh. <laughs> no, that was Annabelle that texted But back. I was responding to someone oh. else. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You guys, we are going to play a quick song, and then we are going to send you over to Sophie Proc for the news. My cousin. <laughs> Good morning, 88.9. I'm Sophie Proc, and as always, I'm here with today's newscast. Amid destruction and desolation in Kharkiv, a Ukrainian couple chose to get married in a metro station. The metro station is now serving as a shelter from shelling. The groom shared his story. Despite all the horror happening in the city of Kharkiv in Ukraine, there is a place for love. There is kindness. In the Sacramento mass shooting, another suspect has been arrested. Early Sunday, a shooting left six people dead and 12 people wounded. It happened just after 2 a.m. and only a few blocks from the California state capitol. Over the weekend, the shooting is one of 10 incidents. Sacramento community members held a vigil and expressed their frustrated complaints with repeated instances of gun violence. 
This week in Washington, thousands have found themselves without power amid intense storm conditions. According to Power Outage U.S. and Como News, more than 11,000 people are experiencing powder outages. Several roads have been closed, including sections of Mercer Island's West Mercer Way, as numerous trees and branches have fallen down over the streetways. Did you know that our school is going to the Macy's Day Parade? Here's the band with the newest information on that. Hi, my name is Audrey Sadler, and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Friday morning, Mercer Island High School band members and Islander Middle School band members were called into the MIHS auditorium before school at 7.45 a.m. The band members were told they were attending a general band meeting held by their band directors and drum majors. In reality, they were about to experience the surprise of a lifetime. I had the opportunity to speak with some of the band members prior to the reveal of the surprise. This is what junior Sam Hill had to say about why they were meeting this morning. Why do you think you're here? Uh, I think something very important is going to happen. I think something very exciting is going to be announced. Junior Sophia Azano and freshman Amuthka were just as confused as to why they were called into the morning meeting. Uh, either some really big announcement or something really tiny that is fake and I'm losing sleep because of it. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like it's an April Fool's Day trip. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade Creative Director Wesley Waitley flew in from New York to personally deliver the good news. I come representing an organization that looks across the country to identify the finest marching bands in the country. And I believe I'm in the right place. organization believes in providing a national stage and a spotlight for the finest musicians in the U.S. That search has led me here to you. Do you want to hear it? It gives me great pride and it is with great pleasure this morning that I announce for the first time in this school's history, Mercer Island High School Marching Band has been selected to represent the great state of Washington and perform in New York City in the 2023 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This won't be the band's first experience on a big stage, having performed at the Tournament of Roses, Seattle Seahawks halftime shows, and the London New Year's Parade. The MIHS Marching Band's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade performance will be happening next year in 2023. You're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. And from our wonderful STEM professional, Sophia Luzel, here is this week's STEM news. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM news you can use. Washington State sets a goal to phase out gas-powered cars by 2030. The state's new $17 billion transportation plan contains the hope that no new gas cars will be produced in eight years. Although only two sentences in a 120-page document, this goal is the most aggressive timeline in the country. But it's just a goal. The new language isn't a mandate or a law, as advocates had hoped for five years back. Currently, Washington State has already committed itself to follow California's vehicle emission standard, where they are finalizing a mandate that states that all new car sales in 2035 must be electric, which Washington would then follow. Although electric car sales have increased, currently only 1% of Washington cars are electric, with cost being a barrier for many. 
Spark your creativity with Thomas Edison's effective napping technique. A study shows that waking yourself from the twilight state just before sleep may help you solve challenging problems. Edison was famously opposed to sleeping, dozing for four hours a night at most because he thought it was a waste of time. But he relied on sleep to spur his creativity, going to sleep with balls in his hands. So as soon as he dozed off, they would drop and he would be woken to remember what he was thinking about right before nodding off. Sleep researchers now suggest that Edison may have been onto something as we have a brief period of creativity and insight right before we drift off. A study demonstrated how people were more likely to solve a challenging math problem after thinking about it in the semi-lucid state between sleep and consciousness. Did you know that scientists have finally finished decoding the human genome? About a week ago, researchers say that they finally finished assembling the full genetic blueprint for human life finding the missing pieces that they've been looking for for over decades. After 20 or more years of work, technology has finally become advanced enough to sequence all parts of the genome. Now, an international team holds a set of instructions complete enough to build and sustain a human being. I'm Sophia, and that was STEM News You Can Use. Well, thank you so much to everyone who worked on those lovely features. Mm -hmm. I really want to highlight what Sophie said about the Ukrainian couple getting married yeah. in a metro station. I think that's really sweet and a really great way to see that there's still hope mm -hmm. in Ukraine mm -hmm. and there's still love. Definitely. And, you know, that there's actual people living there and going through this tragedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's amazing, too. And congratulations to the band. Mm -hmm. That is so Macy's Parade. That's so exciting. Super exciting. When Annabelle is a senior. A senior. I will just Ooh. have graduated just starting college and or Caroline, you'll be in college. Yeah, I'll yeah, possibly. Like years, I will be in New York when the band comes. Yeah. So maybe I can like <gasps> see it. Stop, you yeah. will be. Right. That's so exciting. You guys you should know, fly down. Caroline and is going to the new school. In yes, New York. I will be. She just committed about a week ago. <laughs> I did. Very exciting. I'm extremely excited. Um, yeah, so I think that's amazing for the band too. Very. And the STEM news, I found it really interesting that we're gonna start phasing out gas-powered mm -hmm. cars. Yeah. Because um, I know that's going to... There's obviously oh, still going to be those money. cars, but no, there's going to be just, like... Yeah. We just bought an electric car. Yeah, so did we. Yeah, we own an electric car, too. Yeah. Um. Definitely the move. I wanted yeah. to talk about the storm that happened <gasps> yes. yesterday. Crazy. Oh um, Annabelle had no power. Yeah, so <laughs> I was in my house and I went upstairs to dinner and my mom was like, so there was like a bus that crashed at the top of our hill, like right <laughs> at the top of my hill and like a tree fell down or something. And the power was still on at that point. Um, and then we were watching the uh, Kansas-UNC oh. game and we had like probably five minutes left in the game and mm -hmm. they're like so close. If you watch the game, you know. Oh, it was such and a so game. we were like watching, we're like, oh gosh, this is getting good. And then the power goes out. Oh no! And so we don't know Great what the timing. score is, um, and then for some reason we started playing twenty questions with my whole family because my grandma <laughs> and my godmother are staying with us. And oh, it was fun. the most random thing, but it was really fun. So. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Caroline and I were at choir last night. Yes, we uh, were. And at one point, the there was like something like fuse, like the power went out and then turned back on, mm -hmm. oh. but. <laughs> it like reset the soundboard and it really reset, freaked so out. So the soundboard, <laughs> what really my director, our director. our director was like, um, "Did you guys see that?" Supposedly, what happened was when the sound or when the power went out and then it came back on, all the keys on the soundboard like shifted and was moving up and down like a ghost was moving them. Um, and oh. then our engineer came in and was like, "Oh, that happens every time you turn it on." And <laughs> okay, I have a really she's like it almost gave us a heart attack. Spooky story. So, do you guys know the old Boys and Girls Club? That's, oh, I oh that's my no gosh. longer there. Yes, but it's terrifying. We used there. to have basketball practice there because girls don't get any gym space, um, <laughs> and we had to practice there basically. 
And like when I was in seventh grade, maybe mm-hmm. we were practicing. It was like cold out. It was stormy. It was windy, whatever. All the doors were open. All the lights were on. The power goes out and all the doors slam shut. Oh my God. So like Ooh, we're in the gym and the power's out. It's pitch dark and all the doors closed, like at least three of them. And I was like, what? How did this happen? And we had like one coach with us and there's like probably 10 of us girls there. And it was really, That's really ter- creepy. No. Okay. That place is actually terrifying. I know you theater Northwest used to oh have my storage goodness gracious. there yeah. and it was so scary. I mean, the old you theater Northwest uh, theater, if anyone knows where that is, it's where Northwood used to be. It, I, it was allegedly very haunted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think the old boys and girls club was definitely haunted for some like good amount of time. Also, we got a text from Andrew's secret admirer telling us uh, to tell him good morning. So good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> and a, a crazy photo. <laughs> Whoa! And just to illustrate for you guys, it's a great close-up shot. Little He's like wide. a little bit compacted, uh-huh. um, robust. <laughs> some could say. Um, yeah, I both definitely post it on the KMH story. Definitely, we'll tag him. I'll post it on my main account. <laughs> well, I don't know who his secret admirer is, but maybe hmm. not the nicest person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, here is Movies with Marco. No, no, no. We're playing a oh, song. Um, no, no. Oh, never mind, guys. First, we're so, listening to a song. Yeah, we're going to play Therefore I Am by Billie Eilish. Miss and Eilish. then you'll hear Movies okay. with Marco. Well, yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to Movies with Marco, the show where I teach you guys all about movies, my reactions, and my reviews. Today, we got Pixar's animated movie, Turning Red. Starring Rosalie Chang, join Malin as she navigates herself throughout 8th grade, while trying to be the perfect daughter for her strict mother. Malin, along with her pack of friends, are the outcasts of school, but when she wakes up one morning and discovers herself to have transformed into a red panda, things change. Attempting to control this newfound power is hard, as whenever she gets emotional, she quickly morphs back. Many students quickly grow fond of the panda and her popularity rises. Will she remain the obedient A student 13 year old that her mother always wanted her to be? Or will she embrace this newfound power or live her own life and goof around and eventually become popular? This being Rosalie Chang's first movie, I enjoyed it. It was one of the newer, um, form of animation that we've currently seen from Pixar. We got Luca, which was the previous one, and if you're, I guess, under the age of 13, which is which this crowd is um, meant for, you're really going to enjoy it. The animation was stellar, the music was good as well. The characters, however, were pretty bland, and I felt as if it was recycled from just previous Pixar movies, as they do tend to have a trend of Buildings Roman, which is a coming-of-age sort of movie, so yeah. Now, to look to the Markometer, I have decided to give this movie a high 6 to a low 7. The animation was beautiful, and the movie did well at capturing the cultural differences of the many different families that we get to see. However, being a Pixar movie, it was in fact very, very childish, and not one of Pixar's best. The plot seemed very reusable in other forms of media, given that the coming-of-age story has been done many different times, so that is why it got that score. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Once again, my name is Marco Marchetta. This was an episode of Moves with Marco and keep on listening to 88.9 The Bridge.
Thank you, Marco, for that wonderful update about yes. Turning Red. Have you seen Turning Red yet, Annabelle? I have not seen it. I have haven't you? either. I've heard it's really good. I know my neighbors that I babysit are really obsessed with the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're really obsessed with, like, the boy band. <laughs> it's so funny. The boy band? <laughs> yes, it's so funny. Um, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to marry all of them. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Well. We're going to play a song in a minute by mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo. We're going to yep. play Good For You. But before, I want to talk about her success at the Grammys. Yes. So she, she won so well. three Grammys for Ooh. Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour, and Pop Solo Performance for her hit Driver's License. And she is coming to Seattle on Wednesday yeah. to perform. I'm going to her concert. I'm so, so excited. Exciting. She's going to have a great concert because she's coming off this high. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think we're actually like one of her first shows, right? I think Seattle. So. Yeah, some of, like we're pretty close in the beginning. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think she did any before the Grammys. So yeah, that's super exciting. Well, <gasps> I hope you enjoy "Good for You," and if you're going to the concert, have a great time. This week on That's Debatable, Miles and I discussed the U.S. military budget. Let's get right into this. Well, the reason that this argument is a debate in the first place in America is that America spends way more in military budget than any other country. We actually spend more than the next highest, the next 11 highest countries on on the list of highest military spenders. So it's first is the United States at around 778 billion. This is based on 2020, by the way. The next is China at 252 billion, then India at 72.9 billion, Russia at 61.7, United Kingdom at 59.2, and then it's pretty steady from there, just going down a little bit. The military budget spending actually is the second largest in the federal budget. Uh, Social Security takes number one in that spot, and it's around 15% of the U.S. budget is directly put into the military spending. The military spending budget covers the Department of Defense Overseas Contingency Operations, the VA, Homeland Security, the State Department, and other national security types of things. Another way of looking at this is that America also takes up 40% of global military expenditures. So there are some of the facts of the matter, Miles. Why don't you get us started off with the first argument? So the first argument is based on the fact that America spends so much more than the rest of the world on their military budget. First of all, this shows us that America probably doesn't need to spend that much because literally every other single country using their logic has determined that the amount the U.S., spends is way too much for them. And also, America spends three times more than China, the next leading country, and even China spends a lot more than the next country after them. And so if we're leading by this much in terms of military spending, that indicates that there's not really any rivalries currently in like the in the military space. And so it doesn't make sense for us to stay this high. One of the reasons that people will argue for the military budget being this high is that America's been prepared for a two-front war or a multiple-front war, and that's kind of USA's goal. USA wants to protect much of the world. That's kind of what they do is USA was put in that position where they're like, yes, we're one of the powerhouses military-wise, and we're here to protect the world. And so when countries like China and Russia have large military budgets, USA has to be able to match that and more to keep the chance of an attack lower. 
And this has been called the war on terror in some sense, where if other countries attack a country that is either USA or a country that USA protects, then USA will retaliate against them and leave the attacking country in a way worse position than before. So it's done as a preventative. Thank you for listening to this week's sneak peek into That's Debatable. You can hear the full show at Thursday, 7 a.m. or on Spotify. All right. Well, thank you to Miles and Creed. Make sure, if you want to hear that full debate, to tune into their show, mm-hmm. as they said. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's Definitely. a really interesting concept <laughs> for a show, a debate. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't really do debates, but we could. I don't know. So- I debate think, random things, yeah. not important things like the military <laughs> budget. Um, yeah, no, we would debate we would our rules just, on trivia. Yeah, <laughs> I think every trivia episode is a debate in itself. Oh yeah, I'm trying to trying to argue our yeah. <laughs> oh, we okay. get very heated. We debates. cover all topics on the first period. Group. Oh, 100. Yes. That's what you signed up for. All right, everyone. We're going to send it over to the sports here in just a second. We've got a whole bunch of sports updates for you today. So here are the sports. Welcome back to What's Crackin'. The Kraken only have six home games left on the schedule, so you haven't gotten out to one. I would definitely recommend checking out the team in the brand new arena. Uh, the games are fairly cheap. Kraken games have dropped significantly in price, and tickets can be found for about 50 bucks a pop, which is uh, pretty bad when you're thinking about a sports game, but pretty good uh, considering the Kraken's prices recently. Uh, they did manage to defeat the Stars 4-1 on home ice as the Stars pushed towards a wildcard spot in the playoffs. New additions such as Daniel Sprong have managed to add a little bit of power to the Kraken lineup in replace of Captain Mark Giordano. The Seattle Thunderbirds just wrapped up their WHL season and look to push for the Memorial Cup with an impressive roster carrying multiple NHL prospects. That's all. Now on to McLean for your baseball update. It's the Hot Stove Update on Breakfast on the Bridge. Yesterday, your Seattle Mariners announced that they'd be calling up super prospect Julio Rodriguez to the opening day roster. Julio was ranked last week as the number three prospect in all of baseball. He has an unreal 70-grade hit tool, and just earlier this spring, he legged out an inside-the-park home run in an exhibition game. Julio is an unreal outfielder who will be a staple of the Mariners for years to come. Speaking of the Mariners, their last spring training game is today at 12.05pm against the Cincinnati Reds. Opening day for the Mariners is April 7th against the Minnesota Twins. Locally, your Mercer Island Islanders host Hazen today at 6 p.m. The Islanders have won their past five games, and today at 6 p.m., the Varsity Boys will look to make it six. Awesome, McLean. Now let's hear from one of their team captains to tell us a little bit more about the upcoming match. Hi, I'm Scott Piak, and joined alongside me today is Halen Ott. He is the catcher on the boys' varsity baseball team. Halen, last time we talked, you came in talking about your expectations for this season, what it's like to be now a senior and one of the obviously one of the older players on this team. What has that experience been like so far this season? So far, I think it's been amazing. We've been winning a lot of games. We've been hitting well, playing defense really well. Our pitching rotation is really, really doing well for us. We got Jack Beebe and Evan Ott. Shoving, you got Austin Kupik in re- in relief almost every game now. Uh, uh, we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys doing really well. And I know you guys have been hitting well, and you've been part of that. I know you were leading in Kinko for a while on hitting percentage. You've also hit some home runs just against Bellevue. You just hit a single that got two guys in. Kind of what has been the key to 
to your success on that? Uh, well, a lot of it is practice. I mean, practice makes perfect, as Russell Wilson said, the separations and the preparation. Uh, but uh, recently, I've been really trying to work on hitting off-speed pitches. Uh, they were throwing a lot of curveballs and change-ups to the 3-4-5 hitters on our team. So that puts me in that spot. I'm taking a lot of curveballs usually. So what I've been working on recently is trying to hit those. And ever since I kind of went 0 for 2 in a game with just watching curveballs down the strike zone, uh, I've been working on trying to hit those. And so far, it's been doing really good for me. I've been able to hit them. But most of the time, I go up there looking for fastballs. I sit fastball and adjust for off speed. And it's been working. I mean, that's the name of the game. You sit on a fastball, and if you see it starting to break, then you just keep your hands back and grip and rip. Yeah, now I want to go to your home runs. I've, how many of you hit this year? Two? Two. Yep. Okay. I know they were in the same game back-to-back, actually. Yes. Can you tell when it, you're like, oh, that's a home run? Or is there some sort of feeling you get where you're like, that's a, that's a dinger? So in the game, no, but when I'm doing BP, I can tell. Like I'm like, okay, I, I hit that one really hard. That one's going out, and then it goes out. But uh, in the game, it was a little different. My first home run, it was a high curveball that the guy hung on a full count, and I was like, all right, I'll hit it. So I pulled it. It was a skyrocket ball. I thought it was going to be caught, but it just kept going. It was a little windy, and uh, it finally just went over the fence, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm just rounding the bases just ecstatic. And then the second home run, I thought I hit it way too far in the gap. And I, I just, I guess I hit it too hard. I mean, it went really far. Probably one of the farthest balls I've ever hit. That's good to know. Well, I believe the next game we're going to broadcast here on 88.9 The Bridge is against Liberty on April 18th. And once again, Halen, thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you for having me, Scott. Now back to you, Will. Thanks, Scott and Halen. Hopefully the Mercer Island baseball team can keep up their strong play as they head towards Kinko playoffs. That's all for sports. Now back to the hosts. All right. Thank you to Will and Scott and McLean for those wonderful sports updates. I'm glad to hear the baseball team's doing pretty well this yes, year. Yes, definitely. Me too. Have you guys, okay, did you guys watch the basketball game? I know, well, Annabelle, yours cut, yours cut out. Okay, I'll, I'll sum up the last five minutes for you because it was a crazy game. So basically, they were like tied, um, or not tied. They had, um, they were basically tied. It was really close. Yeah, it was it was a really close game. And then but they were down. Um, I know Kansas was down <laughs> by like Pacheca. Hi Pacheca. She's gonna hear us in like a second. No. Um, Kansas was down by like fifteen at one point at the halftime, so yeah. <laughs> No, okay. Pacheca says that the game was crazy. Yeah. Um, it was. And so basically what happened was um what was the other team? I forget their name. UNC. UNC. I couldn't remember the. I couldn't remember the. Um, the name. Yeah. You got so it. So UNC was down by three, and Kansas had the ball, and can the Kansas guy was running, and then he stepped out of bounds, and we oh, were I like, saw, "What?" No, I saw that part. He stepped out of bounds. He just and like, we were like he like fell. Oh, I don't yeah. know what happened. And like, so UNC got the ball, and no one was near him. I, don't, I know. And I'm so, so they Weird. had a chance to tie the game, but if they made a three pointer, and so they. Like started running and they one guy like made the shot but it missed and it was so sad. I think Literally, that's where we it were watching out. it. We were watching it and um, like after they missed the ball, my whole family just went silent and we were like, oh. Oh, "What? No, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a crazy game from what I saw and I didn't even see the whole oh, thing." Oh, Pacheca so. saying that she won her softball game. Oh, Yay! Congratulations, Pacheca. Anyways. Finally. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, drama. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right. Well, 
we have an interview between mm-hmm. Gabe Gotsman and Dr. Rundle, who's our new Fred superintendent Rundle. here. Yes. 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 My so. elementary school principal. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Pacheca's and Pacheca's too. too. <laughs> so, uh, pride. <laughs> All right. Here is Gabe and Dr. Rundle. Last week, the Mercer Island School Board announced that the search for a new superintendent was completed, and Dr. Fred Rundle will start his tenure as the superintendent of MISD starting on July 1st, 2022, taking over for Donna Koloski. Dr. Rundle has been a part of MISD for over a dozen years, serving as the principal of Lake Ridge Elementary School for four years, director of learning services for MISD for two years, the assistant superintendent from 2015 to 2021, among other things. Last Thursday, I sat down with Dr. Rundle and asked him about the community that has been his second home for over a decade. The Mercer Island community is definitely known. The culture is, it's competitive, but at the same time, it it gives so many opportunities to, to students and to everyone because of how much it values education in general. So what is one thing that you love about the culture of Mercer Island? Is it that, how much it values education? And then maybe also, what's one thing in the future that you hope to change? Wow, that's a great question. I mean, you know, there, I definitely, you know, you hit it with the value of education that, you know, that, as I said, strikes a, a chord for me of, of why I got into education, because I do believe in it. And I do um, love it. I think as we continue to evolve and change as a district, um, it, it's not the competition that, uh, that I worry about. And I, I've heard competition talked about as being a potential negative. Um, but I think competition can be a positive as well. Um, but maybe it's not so much of what I want to change, but what I want to see for our school district. And that is um, uh, an even greater balance in all of our our lives where we're balancing that academic excellence with um, a continued pursuit of, of trying to be really healthy people and to really know that being a good person is probably one of the very most important things that we can do in education is to send students out um, who are really good people, not just great academics, not just, um, you know, philanthropists, but are they good people at heart who also want to give back and and change the world in whatever pursuit they're heading in. So that's where I want us to continue to, to be. I want our district to be a leader in the region and that's looked for that's looked to for innovation and for um, the things that we're doing for students. I think it's easy for others to look and say, well, of course, Mercer Island students do well. Um, look at all of the look at the um, the economic opportunities they have. Look at this. You know, they're learning no matter what. Well, you know what? I think there's a, a really important um, collision that can happen and that is happening. And that is. You take supportive families, um, you take really great kids, and you put them together with an awesome educational environment, and we can be even um, a stronger district and and really a uh, highlighted for all the right reasons uh, in our region. Dr. Rundle also discussed his vision of the future for the Mercer Island School District. What do you hope Mercer Island School District looks like for the kids that were me 12 years ago going into kindergarten? that when they look back, when they're a senior, they can say, that's what changed um, about Mercer Island uh, in the time I was in the school district? Um, It's probably for me not so much about what I think it's going to look like, but a constant investment in 
watching, observing, and listening to our students so that they have those opportunities that are going to mean something for them. When I arrived here, the radio station was a very different place Mm -hmm. than it is today. But people like you have been given opportunity because, um, you know, we had we got some different people involved. Joe Bryant, Joe Bryant, one hundred percent, and then that opened up passions and opportunities. And all of a sudden, now we've got kids winning awards. We've got a, a newspaper right now with students who just won a number of awards. Alex Levin, um, the national, yeah, the, the Washington State Journalist of the of the Year. Absolutely, we're opening a culinary class starting yeah. next year. So uh, drones class. So what will those things be in 12 and 13 years? You know, I'm not sure even 12 and 13 years ago we knew that we needed a drones class or that that we really needed to invest as much in the radio, but we have because that's where the passions of the students are. And so, you know, for me, I think it's less about what are those things, but what's going to ground us? What are our values? And if our values are really about all students and they're about – um, the many interests that students have, not just um, athletics, not just a club or an organization, not just chemistry, but, you know, what are their their full um, uh, uh, interests and, and passions, then we can adapt our schools in any way we want. Um, you know, I hope we can continue to chip away at this um, higher education and, you know, this – you know, uncertainty about what do they want for students to get into their colleges. You know, I hear about the SAT and ACT might be coming back to some schools because they got rid of it. Now they want it back. And, you know, there's this constant game happening. And at the end of the day, um, if we want great, great students who are civically minded and ready for the world, uh, we've got to listen to them. And then we've got to adapt our schools to meet those needs. You can listen to my full conversation with a new superintendent of MISD, Dr. Fred Rundle, on KMIH 88.9 FM, 88.9thebridge.org, or on our Spotify page. This is Gabe Gottesman from 88.9 The Bridge. All right, everybody. We have a special treat for you today. <laughs> so, you may have heard before, a few weeks ago, Sadie was our musical guest. And guess true. who's our musical guest again? Sadie. So she's actually going to sing two songs for us today. The first one is an unreleased song called Back to Before. Yes. And I'm super excited mm-hmm. to hear it. And Me I hope too. you guys are too. They've heard a little bit of it, but I they have. haven't yes. heard the whole thing. We've heard um, a few seconds of it. Yeah. This the song is the my I like to tell people this when I tell the song. So they <laughs> uh, the first time I played this song for one of my friends, he started crying. Which is good because that's what I wanted. Yes, emotion. So and then it's okay because we're gonna it's we're gonna balance it out with the happy song after, which is a secret. Don't tell them. Secret, we're not secret. telling them. Which Caroline and Annabelle will be singing back. We are the chorus for. We are always the chorus. <laughs> I'm very excited. We'll be your chorus. If this Sadie. goes well, me and Sadie, Annabelle, we're gonna <laughs> sing live every time. Oh, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? And so far, I feel like it's gonna go really good. Oh yeah. Yeah, we sounded pretty good. Okay. We did. We sounded great. Okay. Anyways, you guys, here we go. Sadie Denton is getting ready here. She got to pull up the the chords. Hang on. Anyways, we'll just talk for a second. I'm super excited to hear this song. Hopefully, I don't cry or it's going to be really hard. It's okay. I don't don't think you're going to cry. cry. It's like, oh, there's Melgar. Hi, Melgar. (laughs) That's her drama teacher. Um, And my English teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't have her for anything, but that's okay. (laughs) I'll be different. 
It's like how I'm not in their math class. It's so sad. Are you going to take choir. algebra finance? You should no, take algebra finance. Everyone take algebra finance. Yeah, Ms. Schwartzberg. Apparently I'm being interviewed for it, though. You are. <gasps> yes. Okay. Well, we're more just going to yes. spit information at you. But. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. So. And then. Sadie. Oh, I've been tagged in a post by KMIH 89 The Bridge. Ooh. Um, sorry. <laughs> I just got that notification. Ready, Miss Jensen? Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. okay. Don't be nervous. You got it. <laughs> We'll be here okay. cheering you on. Yeah. All right. Deep Here's Deep Sadie breaths. Jensen Deep with breaths. Back to Before. This is true. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Why, oh, why do 
actually shaking? Don't that even was so see. good. That was so see. good. <laughs> okay, famous alert. It's you. Oh, I checked really the alert. Scary. It's you. <laughs> yes. You killed it. You literally oh killed God. it. Okay. Congratulations. Sam. Okay, that I'm not gonna so lie. Good. That was the first time I ever played this song for anyone. Oh, really? I thought um, you played it for Joby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, except for Joby. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. Except for Joby. Your I forgot. Is not yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot Joby. So that is the wait, second wait, wait. time. Okay, the only person I've ever played this song for is Joby, and then I haven't played it for anyone else. So. Well, you killed it. You killed it. Ooh, scary. That was okay. so good. <laughs> it was so good. All Caroline, right. you want to tell them what song yeah. we're singing next? Yeah. Here comes the chorus. We got me and Annabelle in the back. <laughs> Sadie will be performing. Here comes the chorus. Comes, I see what you did there. Here comes yeah. the chorus, and here comes the sun by the by Beatles. The Beatles. True. A classic happy classic. way to wake up. Yeah. Right? A lot different from, song. sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. It was beautiful. Everyone, everyone walking in the hallways is coming in and looking at us. Everyone oh, my God. Sadie's so moved to tears. because now yeah. everyone is going to class, so they all No, because we're famous. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> all right. Well, Sadie, Sadie Benson, whenever you're ready. You gotta start it. I, I gotta, gotta, find, I gotta find my tab. Remember the seventh capo. I, it's on the seventh fret. <laughs> Oh, I meant fret. <laughs> the seventh capo. Don't fret. I, I don't have seven capos. I don't know. fret, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Oh my don't God. fret. I have a, a habit of calling Caroline Carrie. I like it. It's my nickname for her. Carrie, Carrie Cappy. Cappy. <laughs> I like it. I know. It's a, it's a good name. nickname. It's a great nickname. You guys ready? I think yes. I'm ready, Freddie. I'm so excited. Okay. Me too. Here we I'm go. I've been on the air before. <laughs> Yes, you have. When? Did you not do the la da Yeah, but I was yeah. like laughing the whole time. So. Okay. Yeah, well, I haven't well, sang either on the air. But I sing with Sadie a bunch. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Um. Okay. Menson, you start us off. Oh, gosh. That. Sorry, guys. My phone's playing music. Anyways. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Little darling, it's been a lonely and lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like you since it's been here. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Little darling, the smiles return to all the faces. Little darling, it seems like you since it's been here. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun, and I say, it's all right. Little 
here comes the sun here comes the sun and i say it's all right here comes the sun here comes the sun and i say it's all right So I said that's pretty good. That was, yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I like totally messed really up really at good. one part. It's no, all us right. too. Us too. We were, oh, I see. It's all right. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to First Period Crew on Breakfast on the Bridge. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge.